You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. So welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. I Benjamin just I thought Benjamin was talking. <laughs> like, holy mackerel, Benjamin's here. Oh, so we are at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy. A little speakeasy on the outsides of Franklin County, Indiana. Where we have spirits, and we ceremoniously and secretly record a podcast. You got to look for the, the pink pen- flamingo, <laughs> or the penguin. The penguin, the pink flamingos. I heard flew the coop. Yeah, they, they flew did. that coop. I heard that. Yeah, the darn I found things. Them, you, they were, a couple of them. Where were they? At the end of my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in this room put them there. I don't, uh, know. I don't know who. I think it's global warming. Really Scott. They flew over they, there. It was too cold here. For this, safety. Yeah, yeah, they went headed your yeah. way for safety. So I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, and we are the 15th dork side. Team. The dork side. <laughs> I can tell how this episode's going. We have Jeff Montag, my gardener, Scotty Bourbon, and they don't even know what side they are. Non-dork. We're the dork side. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking in the last podcast about my cup. That's two shots on a barrel. Well, I have chapstick down here I use every time because my lips get chapped. I'm just realizing it came from them, too. It's from Lebanon, the heart of Kentucky. Oh, what the hell, guys? We didn't get any of that. I don't. Was that when you and um, J-Bo were out dancing? It's when we were doing our Chippendales <laughs> tour. Did, what did you use the chapstick for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chapstick dry lips. <laughs> well, what was chapping that you needed chapstick for? <laughs> uh, the producer may have to do some editing. Because <laughs> that certainly went the wrong direction. <laughs> Oh, goodness, guys. So what's everybody got in their glass? Oh, since uh, I heard there was a lot of Yellowstone here, I switched to Yellowstone. There you go. What you got, Jeff? Seven up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember the commercials? Never had it. Never Never will. will. That's right. Caffeine. No caffeine. That's right. I'm still still sipping on the traveler. You're on the Traveler? Still on the Traveler. You and Chris Stapleton. Yeah. How about you, Scotty? Jephtha Creed. Jephtha Creed, yeah. So we got to meet those folks. Yeah. Uh, it's a mother-daughter distillery. It's pretty cool. Good Jeff store. Nice setup. Yeah, they yep. got a nice uh, little theater thing there. They opened right before COVID. They opened in 2019, yeah. <laughs> and then COVID hit. You know, They had a great big outside volleyball place, great big entertainment. And then yeah. COVID, COVID hit and kind of yep. shut that part down yeah. for a while. But hopefully they're doing better. We haven't stopped back there. We got to see uh, the rep at the last uh, Brookville on Tap. Brookville on Tap, yeah. Yep. So speaking of that, I, we got invited to do all the Indiana on Tap events again. So oh, nice. We'll have to go through that schedule and see which ones we can make which ones we can't make. Sure thing. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. We need a bus. We do. Well, <laughs> no, don't get them started again, Scotty. The texts have finally slowed down. 
<laughs> we had a triaxle mini buses showing up on my new feed. I'm like, no, no. I mean, you got to the mechanic. We, we you got to start somewhere. Well, we should have. There, there. I give. I believe there was one we should have snatched up. It was a good price. It was a decent looking bus. We should have snatched that one, but. But I'd end up being a DD or something, and that's not no fun. No, Mike's the DD. No, 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 no. No. Mike did that once. Nick. (laughs) Nick. Nick. Nick is the DD. Nick could be our hired driver. We'd have to hire Nick. He's used to driving one of them I don't think we would get back when we wanted to, because (laughs) once he'd get get us there, but then he'd be looking for bush light afterwards. (laughs) Bush light apple, wouldn't it? He's a bush light guy. Just bush light. Him and Tony Roberts, bush light. You know, that's why Tony hasn't been allowed on any of our trips lately because we put up, we show our bottles of what we're drinking. And he asked where the Bush Light is. Yeah, so we almost <laughs> kicked him out of OMB for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow morning will be interesting. OMB will be a little windy out. Yeah. See who shows up. Could be a little icy. We'll Could be a little icy. Snow. Well, they're talking uh, today, what, he got the 46 and. Uh, tomorrow it's not going to get above freezing and yeah they're looking like 10 days in a row we will not be above freezing so, well not yes. only that but lows in the single digits exactly yeah yep. and almost exactly. in no digit yep. so right. it'll be going to be interesting couple uh, weeks here yep. weather-wise we, it really has been mild it beyond mild oh, uh, yeah. actually last year was mild except for right around christmas it got real cold but uh, it's been real mild all this year, so here we are in the yeah, middle. Yeah, supposed to blow in here tonight with a fury, 50-mile-an-hour yeah. winds maybe tonight. Yeah, yeah. we're actually going to see some winter for a week. <laughs> I can't hardly wait. Uh, that's sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> so what you what you got there for us, Dwayne? Well, I got some – you know how – everybody knows how we're fans of the uh, the EVs. We are, yes. So I read a, I read a story in a Tesla – the story I read today was Tesla was selling one third of their EV fleet. So it was kind of funny. I, I thought, well, you know, why are they selling this fleet? What's going on? And, you know, I was wondering, did they purchase, you know, the EV fleet to try to make themselves look good? And, and I'm sure it, for a certain portion of the, of the, of the economy or the world, they look good by purchasing all these vehicles, but then all of a sudden they're selling a third of them. And, you wonder how could they sell that many and still stay in business? Um, so I started doing some researching, and uh, behind the Hertz Tesla purchase, the rental car company has a secret business weapon: the taxpayers. So, the uh, the more you look behind the corporate and government press releases of the days, the more you learn about the Mutual Benefit Society. Uh, basically subsidies are being for tesla's electric cars uh, but it turns out there's also a pot of subsidy goal behind the hertz decision to buy 100,000 teslas for its rental rental car fleet tesla ceo said he isn't giving hertz a discount on the reported 4.2 billion dollar order but he doesn't need to because between the the rest of the u.s here us taxpayers the House Reconciliation Spending Bill included a 30% tax credit for, in quotes, qualified commercial electric vehicles. The text doesn't clearly define what is a qualified commercial vehicle, but our sources say Hertz Teslas would likely make the cut. The credit could save Hertz $1.26 billion and make the Tesla almost as cheap for Hertz as buying a Toyota Camry. So basically, they were able to go in spend this money 
look good to the consumer that hey you know we're going green we're providing all these evs with it on the back door they're collecting their you know 1.26 billion dollar tax credit and not really spending the money that looked like they're spending we're furnishing hertz's fleet where they get to make a profit off of it on our back just like all the commercials last year during the super bowl right you find out now that they were all funded by the government so Dwayne, do you have a date when that when you have that information when that came from uh this was october this article was october 26 2021 now oddly enough didn't know you were going to have that on there tonight before i came here on the news hertz is selling its electric fleet of cars yeah that article oh, wow. was yeah yeah that article that came out yesterday was january you think they're going to take any loss on that Oh, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Well, well no, yeah, they'll really, write it as really. a loss. It'll be a depre- exactly. depreciation exactly. loss. Yeah. Right, it's just going to be a depreciation loss, but yeah, it's not going to be, it's not a real loss, but it's and all why just are they selling numbers. them? No one rents them. No one wanted them. No one wants well, them. Well, nobody, re- so here, look, we, we travel, so we rent vehicles. I ain't no way I'm renting a 100% EV vehicle because I don't know that I'm going to be able to charge it. Right, it's right. exactly, and, and exactly right. We've I, had this discussion before. You go to a hotel, and the hotel has a room for say 200 people so there's 100 parking spots and you go in the hotel there's four or five ev charging stations what if everybody pulls in there with an ev that night what are you going to do nothing you're not going to charge your vehicle it's stupid but ah, could get me all mad so let right. me get, let me get you matter so yesterday so today is january 12th for anybody know wants to know so this this podcast will come day. out a couple weeks after that yeah, it's Scotty's birthday. Scotty's uh, birthday. On January 11th, the Biden-Harris administration announced, are you ready for this number, $623 million in grants to continue building out EV charging stations in select cities. $623 million of our money in select in cities. In select cities. What are those select cities? I don't know. Yeah. But here, here is... It so ain't going to be Brookville, Indiana. No, I can tell you no. that. So, and the GOP is saying, stop. So we're, we're not going to approve this unless the, the parts for all this stuff is manufactured in the United States. Exactly. You know where it's all manufactured right now? China. 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 Exactly. You know who is the worst polluter in the world? China. China. So by far, you're by not far. even you're not even close to making up. You know, let's say the hypocrisy. Yeah, th- there's the hypocrisy. You're going to outsource to a country that's putting out ten times the amount of pollution as our country, maybe more. Well, more than that. Yeah. Okay. To 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 get select cities electric chargers. You know, I call bullshit. Yeah. Always have. But $623 million in grants. I can think of a lot of other things that could use that money in this country besides electric charging stations. Well, the the, the rest of this article, and this was from 2021, but it's still relevant information. And it hurts and plans to install thousands of electric vehicle chargers, which could also be eligible for taxpayer subsidies. The House spending spending bill extends a 30% tax credit for the installation of EV charging stations through 2031, which is on top of the $7.5 billion appropriation for stations, the Senate infrastructure bill, which is what you're now talking and about actually, now. Yeah, so this is another 2.5, there's a $2.5 billion charging and fueling grant program right now going on. What I just talked about is getting added to that. And, and 
I guess funny as it may, there and on the local Facebook on the Brook one of the Brookville pages, somebody was was asking about is there any charging stations in Brookville? Which <laughs> oh, sorry, well, yeah, it, it was kind of funny, but it is. I, I feel sorry for the people that bought these cars, but I don't because you didn't do your own research. But I, I want somebody to do the math here. Okay, here's the math. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Six hundred and twenty-three million. Hang on, that's a lot of flipping zeros. Can get that many Hang zeros on. on that. Uh, this is an Android. We can get Android, 631 million. Oh, too many zeros. There See? you go. All right, 631 million. It will fund 47 EV. <laughs> I'm not what? in here. Hold on. 47. 47 EV charging and alternate fueling infrastructure projects. Oh, in, projects. In 22 okay. states. So divided by 47. And actually, you can divide it by 7,500. 7, That's the number of charging ports. 7,500. Wow. So Those that's $84,133.33 per port. I can I get in on that contract to install those? Scotty, yeah, can you figure out how to wire them up? Oh, hell yeah. We'll figure that out, won't we? For eighty three, yeah, well, $84,000? Mike, or, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. You'll come out of retirement. I will come out of retirement. We could work for yeah, one year one year and retire. That's, so that all sounds good, but we don't have the power. power to do we it. don't right. have the power right. to do that. We don't have those windmills going. We've <laughs> 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 been sucker spinning. <clears throat> It's. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it's. We were talking earlier about when the meat project, where it went from, they were jumping, jumping, uh, jumping steps. This is another one where they jumped a step. But um, oh, okay, this like gets worse. Fifteen to twenty. This gets jump. worse. They've no. also awarded three hundred and eleven million to thirty-six community project community projects, including two Indian tribes in Alaska and in Arizona. <laughs> These projects invest. In EV charging and hydrogen fueling infrastructure, which is cool. Okay, I get in it. urban and rural communities, including a convenient and high use locations like schools, parks, libraries, and multifamily housing. But still, so three hundred and eleven million dollars, thirty-six community projects. It's all. I mean, they're laundering our money legally. I mean, that's what it is. But yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, as, as I was getting to the jump in the steps, is we jump from gas powered. We had, we had, um, brain freeze here. Prius, too much. much Hybrid. We had the hybrid. We had the hybrid. So we went. We went from gas. We have had hybrid that are fairly successful. The the Prius when it first came out, everybody thought was going to be the biggest POS there was. Was really, and is still really a pretty decent car. I've had a customer with almost four hundred thousand miles on one, original battery, still doing good. So we went from gas to hybrid, which we knew was working. It increased fuel economy to we're going to mandate EVs instead of mandating hybrid first, and then work our way towards an EV, which by then maybe is possible. Maybe 20, 30 years, it's going to be realistic and more possible. But right now it's not. But if they would have mandated hybrid, I could have went, I would have said, I agree. That's good. I'll get behind that. But jumping from what we did to where we went is just ignorant. There's no. All right. So, twelve million divided by forty-eight. Hang on. Because I know you guys are going to Mesa, Arizona. Correct. 12. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Twelve million divided, divided by, by forty-eight. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Twelve million dollars to the city of Mesa, Arizona. Twelve million for forty-eight electric vehicle chargers in a variety of sizes. 
My God. It's crazy. Includes charging docks for e-bikes and e-scooters. <laughs> we got to get them a damn adapter cords. I heard they're expensive. God Scooter mercy. Cords. But getting back to to the hybrid thing, it again, it makes sense. Makes, it makes sense depending on your driving habits. Okay? Well, the hybrid can work for anybody, though. I understand. But still, it, it's somewhat... It might be overkill depending on what you drive, how you how you drive. Yes, you know what I mean. But I could have but, a hybrid pickup and sure. still tow my boat to to Florida, right. and not have to worry about stopping. I don't think it's overkill because you don't have to ever plug your vehicle in. Right. Period. Right. You, have, you don't have to depend right. on a charger. Right. But you're still saving fuel you're economy. Saving you're fuel. still you're yeah. still doing what you can to help the the. So you know the Toyota president, he said, you know, our EVs aren't the way to go. No. You know what happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got rid of him. But Toyota is also coming out with the first hydrogen, so I think yeah. he, that was his works behind the scene. But he yeah. he said publicly what he shouldn't say. Yeah, but it's just truth. But he was, Elon yeah. Musk even says that. Right. The man is pumping the the EV trucks out now. That pretty much started the EV revolution. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it's it's just infuriating that that there's no common sense with well it, with what's things. infuriating is the tax dollars our tax dollars yeah going. all these yeah. numbers i just rattled off to these, me is what's infuriating they're they're, yeah. they're boondoggles yeah is what they are is their buddy the, system that, sure that, that money could be sure. used for, to house exactly, the homeless exactly. take care of veterans there's so many things that money needs to be used for right. in this country you know Fifteen million dollars for forty-seven charges isn't one of them. No, it's just—I mean, two hundred fifty thousand per charge. And our infrastructure's not there to get the power to the chargers. Right. But we're just podcasters in the middle of a cornfield yeah. in Franklin County, Indiana. Just yeah, a bunch of drinking bourbon. We'll be right back with Cross the Line, fifteen twenty-four. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana and Tebby Liquor in Brookville, Indiana. One of our favorite sponsors right here across the line, 1524. And it doesn't matter whether you're looking for a great bourbon, a blended whiskey, maybe a a rye or a scotch, or maybe you're into wine, or maybe vodkas or tequilas. It just doesn't matter. You know why? Because they're all available at Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. And Brookville, Indiana has Tebby Liquor. Now, if you're looking for something special, something unique, try their barrel picks they have barrel picks that they've hand selected from different distilleries on sale at both batesville liquor co and tebby liquors that's right they're unicorns you will never get that same taste of a barrel any place those are hand selected barrels just for you 
Once again, if you want a beer, if you want a wine cooler, yeah, they still make wine coolers. They've got it all at Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors. Tebby Liquors, right here in Brookville, Indiana. And tell them to cross the line, 1524 Crew sends you. Gilman's Home Centers, with 14 locations, and they're growing. You know, we're in the heat of the winter. That's an oxymoron right there, but if you need ice melt, you need snow shovels, any item to take care of your winter needs, Gilman's have them. Do you have a wood pellet stove? Well, Gilman's has the best wood pellets on the market. They're Somerset wood pellets. They're hardwood pellets made in Somerset, Kentucky. It gets no better. I personally use them and vouch for them. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for any of your home improvement needs. All right, ro- welcome back to the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. So, you know, yeah, shh. Yeah, be quiet. <laughs> so we probably don't say it enough. We love hearing from our listeners. We've got uh, quite a few reg- regular listeners that they message us either on Facebook or email us. So Facebook, we're uh, across the line, 1524, or email us podcast at cross the line 1524. But here recently, Table 12. They've got their own podcast page now. I, I know they're be- they're becoming more famous and getting all these requests. So had to get them a little. Uh, so a little they good. are their podcast page is Table Twelve at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, I believe. I, I don't have it in front of me, but I'll look it up here. Right um, here. I saw that. Yeah, it's a fancy picture with all them. It, it is. Yeah. It is. So say hi to them. Be, you know, uh, all our listeners that are friends on our page, get get on their page and. Uh, pretty cool we'll yeah. see what they post on there i have nothing to do with the page so oh you it's did all the I la- well we i set it up uh-huh. but after that it's not not uh-huh Dr- okay drinking was involved when we said there it was up, drinking so. involved <laughs> oh, but see. yeah it is table 12 at the rusted nail speakeasy and there's a bunch of pink flamingos and a card deck you know cards laying out so if you go looking for it that's what you should see so if you don't see that you're at the imposter page if there that's is one right. out if there. there's an imposter page don't go there so Say hi the to, to the ladies at Table 12. And they're all looking at us because they think we're saying bad stuff. About <laughs> we're saying good stuff. Oh, okay. Yay. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, so I got some stuff here for us. You know, we talked about government funding and all that kind of stuff earlier. And this is probably too too much to do in one podcast, but here's the headline. The U.S. fails to track $1 billion, $1 billion, in weapons provided to the Ukraine. $1 billion. They don't know where $1 billion worth of weapons are. So I, we need to remind people, you know, that what's happening in the Ukraine is awful for the Ukrainian citizens. Yes. But prior to all this, the president of Ukraine, he's not a good guy. Never was. All no. of a sudden, you know, Russia invaded. Yeah, there was a lot you know, of corruption there to there, begin with. Exactly. A whole lot. A whole lot of corruption. Now, we can't track a billion dollars worth of weapons that we went That's over That's just there. like 50 it, bucks, Alan, you know? Yeah, it's, but the trouble is, where are these weapons going? Exactly. Whose exactly. hands are they ending up in? Right. It's organized crime is what it is. Yeah, so Basically. shortfalls and required monitoring by American officials. That's our officials. Means the U.S. cannot track more than one billion in weapons and military equipment provided to the Ukraine, 
who is fighting Russian forces, according to the Pentagon's audit released on Thursday, this Thursday. The findings means that 59% of the $1.7 billion in defense gear that the U.S. has provided to Ukraine and was directed to guard against misuse or theft remained delinquent, the report by the Defense Department's Officer of the Inspector General, the watchdog body for the Pentagon said. While the Biden administration officials stressed Thursday that there's no evidence the weapons had been stolen, oh, no. no evidence even though they don't know where the hell they are, the audit undermines two years of lavish assurances from the administration that rigorous mo monitoring would keep the U.S. military aid given to the Ukraine from being misused. That despite the long, the, that country's longstanding reputation for corruption. So there you go. Uh, there remains no credible evidence of illicit diversion of U.S. provided advanced conventional weapons from the Ukraine. The fact is, we observed the Ukrainians employing some of these capabilities on the battlefield, but they still can't, they still don't know where a billion of them are. Uh -oh. Table 12, there was an accident oh on God. table 12. They, they were dancing on the table and spilled they were drinks. Dancing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, you know what the, here's, here's what the thing about all that was right there. The guy that's at that art bar was over there helping and he's not drinking anything. <laughs> Can't even blame that. Can't, can't, can't blame him. Oh goodness! No, but my take on that is too is before Christmas, and I can't remember when this was said. It was probably October, November, when the threat of the government shutdown. And again, I feel sorry for the people of Ukraine. It's it's horrible what's going on. But we were told as the American American public, if this spending bill doesn't get passed right now. The war's gonna, you know, the, everything's gonna turn and they're never gonna end. That was, I know, at least probably two and a half, three months ago. There's still no money been approved. The war is still going on. It hasn't really, to me, it hasn't been on the news. You know, there hasn't been much news coverage of it yet. So I really don't trust what we're being told. I never have, haven't for a while, but <laughs> I really don't now that they told us you know if it's not if we don't get this whatever hundred billion dollars it was or hundred million you know it's going to turn well why hasn't it turned we haven't funded anything there's no immediate plan to fund anything how is it still going on where is where you know where is it where well, is the money coming there's from? no plan by the administration there's no i mean no there just no keep plan. sending money there's no plan no and for 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 how to make this thing come to an end i mean there's 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 means to do it you you know basically you know the ukrainian you gotta you gotta hand it to the people of ukraine for going and fighting oh yeah the russians the way they have the, the average ukrainian but, um, you get to a point where they've pushed them back to a certain point. They're not going to take these other two regions. It's never going to no. happen. It's not. It's not. It's not going to happen. And that is the stalemate. This war could end if the administration said, "Listen, you're going to have to call this here. This, this is the new is, line. This is the new line. Yep. We're not going to give you any more money if you don't sit down and talk about ending this now." But there's no plan. No. No. So, well, their their plan is to topple Putin, which because. 
they've declared him a war criminal. Well, now you, you know, we've talked to fat. You put him in a corner. You can't. You, I mean, it just. Well, you can, but it's. But what how are you, you going to do that? Well, I know. How are you going to do it? But if you back him into a corner, exactly. To where, to where that's his his only resolve is exactly. something really bad. Exactly. What's he going to do if he's if he's condemned in the world court? I've, I've said this b- before. Give Adolf, him a, Adolf Hitler was. When they pushed him into a corner, he put a bullet in his head. If he had a nuclear weapon, that would have been a whole different animal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have been his bullet. So you can't go there with this guy. Right. Right. Yeah, there needs to be an end to this. They need to have an end, a way out, and end this for the the Ukrainian people. You know, end this tragedy, and then... I don't. I don't know what the end result is, but they've got to end this tragedy. The money just can't flow forever. Well, not only is it flowing, but... I'm a firm believer weapons are going to places they're not supposed to go. Oh, sure. Oh, and they're that, going to be that, used against us. That's what us. gets me is we're, they're arming the freaking world. Well, what, and, what and irks me more. Weapons it, from us. They, what they, irks me more yeah, is. Yeah. It's it, a different subject, but still. Straight from the Pentagon, it says the audit didn't attempt to determine whether any of the assistance had been diverted. So you've lost a billion dollars worth of stuff, but you didn't try to find out where it went. I wonder if, the, the, if he did this report from his hospital bed or. <laughs> well, that's, that's a whole, a whole other story. story. <laughs> no, he was unconscious. Yeah. He was unconscious then. It was his and secretary. Obviously, we usually try we try to stay out of politics, but this is more than just politics. This is just common. This is sense. common sense stuff. How do you track your your stop stuff in your shop? I bet you oh, have got serial inventory. numbers. Inventory. Well, we got inventory. Got VIN There's numbers. Serial numbers on every bit of this that's going out. How they can't track where it's going? They don't want. Well, to. don't want to exactly. Crazy. But, but they want to do a background check on you. Well, yeah. You buy yeah. something. Oh, yeah. I, I can't go buy a gun unless they do a background check on me. Exactly. Yeah. But we can give billions of dollars to another country and not and track where the it. weapons are going. Yeah. And the sad part they is... They may end up back in this country well, with the wrong people. Well, not even back in this country, but in other countries being used against our forces, right. which they are now. I mean, in the, in the Iraq area, they're using weapons we have against our guys now when things are happening yeah you know they're seeing our stuff coming being used against us you know which is what this administration left there yeah anyway. crazy stuff crazy <laughs> stuff all right we need we need to end on a lighter subject please <laughs> well you got one <laughs> no but i'm I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. <laughs> the word's not drinking, so that's... The word's not drinking. It's got quiet problems. you got to lighten are. things up a little bit. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out Hometown Radio USA. The best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. All right, we're back. We got breaking news. Breaking news. So a couple things. Um, So we have some great news in Metamore, Indiana. So, uh, of course... For those who don't know, we'll talk about it more as it gets closer. But this year, there's a solar eclipse, and we're in the total path. We're in the path of totality. It means we're totally boom, boom, dark. Boom. boom, boom. Has Brookville figured out how to turn off the streetlights yet? Um, they're working on it. Working on it? Yeah. 
So tonight, as we're recording, the Whitewater Valley Railroad is deciding whether or not they're going to bring the train, which would will? be awesome. Yeah. I think they will. That would be cool. I, I think the, they will. So they could sell Eclipse rides. Facebook. So that yeah. So they contacted uh, uh, me earlier this week to say, hey, we're going going to uh, vote. They're bringing it up tonight at their meeting. So oh, tonight. Yeah, awesome. Well, that would be yeah. cool. I mean, they could sell Eclipse ride. People could be riding. So the they're train looking in to do the Eclipse it. Happens. Run the train all weekend. That's what they told so, me. So that that falls on a Tuesday. Is Monday. 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 Okay. So the eighth. Yeah, eighth of April. So. Um, and then uh, other things in Metamore, of course, I'm helping out with the Columbia Street Music District. And uh, did we talk about that at all? Some of the acts that are coming this year? Uh, no, I don't think so. not at uh, all. Yeah, some good ones. So have you Very guys, good. did you guys ever uh, listen to the Bob and Tom show and I'm listen sure. to the Electric Amish on the Bob and Tom <laughs> oh, show? Oh, you're kidding. We got the Electric Amish coming to Metamore, Indiana. Awesome. So they're high, they're um, headlining the August date. Um and then we've got Grammy Award winning, Grand Ole Opry performers, Musicians of the Year. I can go on and on. Our September date, and we'll have more on this as well, but we've got the Graskels coming right. to Metamore, Indiana. You forgot right. local, local hometown uh, well, member, home, too. Indiana those, member, yeah. Jamie Johnson. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk more about that, and we'll actually interview them prior to them Great. being in town. So it, it worked out perfect. They've got a date in Wisconsin uh, and then a date in western Ohio, and then they're coming here. So it works out perfect. Great. Uh, it so takes we'll, them a while to travel. It does. It does. So <laughs> we'll have more on that as the dates get closer. Uh, but most importantly, and this isn't Metamore. This is just southeastern Indiana related. Um, there's a big conference com coming up. It's in the uh, end of September. Unfortunately, it, it's the same time that the tractor show is going on. I uh, know. It's the first annual Indiana Bigfoot Conference. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be held in Nashville, Indiana, Friday, September 27th, Saturday, September 28th. Get your tickets now. You got special guest speakers. They'll do a town hall, a bunch of vendors. So if you're into Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti, there you go. You know anything about that kind of stuff, Scotty? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen one or heard one, but they, I, I believe they're out there. So have you have you ever caught any snipe? I've I've been snipe hunting. <laughs> He's been snipe hunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been snipe hunting. Yeah, if not, we'd take you. <laughs> if any of our listeners have been snipe hunting, let us know. Yeah, hey, we'll, we'll take you. Uh, there's a season for it in Indiana. The DNR puts out information on it. Yeah. Uh, I think I shared the the, the uh, details of it last year. So Yeah, we did. Yeah, it'll be a good time. I don't, so think, for, they've, for I don't a, think they've posted opening day. They haven't yet, yet this year. year. I think it's like April or something usually. So. Yeah. It moves around a little bit. Yeah, it, so. does. Well, it does. For a bottle of bourbon, we'll, we'll take you snipe hunting. That's yeah. right. Good bourbon. <laughs> good bourbon. Yeah, good bourbon. <laughs> None of that stuff that bring uh, your own paper bag. In <laughs> a stick. So you got any good stuff over there, Dwayne? I got some exciting local news here. We've got twins that were each voted MVP of the same tournament, which that's pretty cool. So we got an MVP of the girls and the boys tournament come from the same family. So and we've talked about this family before. Yeah, a local family is celebrating an accomplishment that is likely among the rarest to ever happen anywhere in high school basketball. 
a brother and sister who are twins were both named most valuable player of their individual tournaments on the same weekend. Natalie Kaniga is of Larnsburg Jr., who was named MVP of the Girls Rivertown Classic after the Tigers beat Switzerland County on Friday. One night later, her brother Noah Kaniga was claimed the MVP of the Boys Rivertown Classic when his Larnsburg team won. Uh, MVP votes were calculated by representatives of the four participating schools, uh, along with one vote from the local radio station, the Eagle 99.3. So both Noah and Na- both Natalie and Noah are hoping to continue their athletic careers in college. So Noah, we talked about a podcast or so ago. Uh, he's went viral with his. Uh, he put a post out there that he was visiting a college in West Virginia or something. West Virginia, you. And uh, posted his name, who it's pronounced Kaniga, uh, and some people, you know, kind of thought about it was pronounced a different way and made fun of that a little bit. But it went viral, and in fact, he got to talk to RG three to to tell him how it's supposed to be pronounced. Yeah, so it's, it's it's continued to. I mean, this has been going on for several weeks now. Yeah, the, yeah, the, we're probably in a week two of it, and it, I get. I mean, it's good for the for him, and he's a bright young man um smart kid so yeah i mean his gpa is like through the roof is yeah. you know it's not yeah. just his athletics you know, yeah, he's a not just man. a job what so. this does show you is how naive people are because a lot of the comments are oh i can't wait to see him on the nfl next year blah 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 right he's a junior in high school yeah so um it just shows that we are very ill-informed yeah yeah so it's all good stuff, though. It's, but it's, it was good great for them. To, to yeah, see congratulations them to both, both win. Of, yeah, both congratulations for them and their family. Cool. I mean, there's two good kids there that mom and dad have raised. Absolutely. Yep. Right. Kaniga is the name. Kaniga. Do you know a Kaniga? I know a few of them. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Mike Gardner, Scotty Bourbon, Table 12. <laughs> Be sure to check them out at Table 12 at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy on Facebook. And we'll see y'all next time. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.